Blog Talk Radio. Hey, I'm Jared Padalecki. And this is Jensen Ackles. And you're listening to Winchester Radio. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this edition of Winchester Radio. Um, this is the penultimate podcast for the penultimate episode of Season 11. Um, it's titled The Happy Few. It was written by Robert Behrens and directed by the iconic John Badham. Um, I think we talked about it a little bit last week that We Happy Few comes from uh, Shakespeare, from Henry V, the St. Crispin's Day speech. Uh, we, uh, we Few, We Happy Few, We Band of Brothers, and Sam actually mentioned Band of Brothers in this episode. I prefer the Spike version, which is We Band of Buggered, and I think that fits this even better <laughs> because they were in a whole bunch of trouble by the end of this episode. Um, this episode, uh, I have issues with it. And I really don't want to start the podcast out being negative um, because, and we've talked about this before, um, we have to be honest, but we also want everybody at Supernatural to know uh, cast and crew that they are appreciated. We know they work very hard at what they do. They work long hours for months at a time, and not everything's going to be fantastic, <laughs> but we appreciate everything they do and everything they are to us. Um, that definitely. That said, <laughs> I, I do I do have problems with this episode. I thought it improved towards the end. Um, but for me, it took a while to get there. Um, by the way, this is uh, Susan, and my opinions on this episode do not necessarily reflect those of Winchester Radio, WinchesterBros.com, or Becky, who is also here. And maybe we should start with Becky, because I know she does not have the same problems with this episode. Maybe you have the same problems, but you um, didn't feel so strongly about them. So maybe we should start with Becky, and then I will talk about all the stuff I hated. And yes, there were things I hated. Anyway, Becky? Well, <laughs> over to you. Uh, apparently, <laughs> over um, to you. <laughs> from, <laughs> from what I've read online, I'm definitely in the minority. You're in the majority of fandom from what I can tell. Um, I didn't think it it was – I didn't hate it. There was nothing about the episode that I hated. Um, it was kind of boring, I thought, actually, was the – um, I just didn't think it was, I was it was meh. Um, the last 15 minutes or so were really good, and I, I enjoyed the the last part once, you know, the, they got to the warehouse or wherever. Um, but I wasn't upset or anything like I know a lot of people are. A lot of my dear friends, including you, you know, are deeply, deeply mm-hmm. upset about this episode, and I can totally understand why you would be, you know, mm-hmm. as upset. And it, it just, I don't know, maybe I've just gotten to where I don't expect. And this is this is going to sound horrible. You wanted to go to me because I wasn't so bad, but this may be worse <laughs> than what you were. Well, 
I don't ex- <laughs> I don't expect the big things out of supernatural anymore. And yeah, that sounds terrible. Um, the first five, even six, seven seasons, yeah, they were amazing, and I expected a lot. But the last few years, you know, I just the things that fans are upset that didn't happen in this episode, like the things with Sam and Lucia and all that, I didn't expect it. I, the show had, that's not been the show that we, you know, in a long time. And so I gave up on expecting things like that a long time ago. So, may, you know, that's probably way worse than what you would say. I think it then, is. <laughs> yeah, you still have hopes and, uh, you know, expecting expectations for things that I'm like, Eh, that's not this show anymore. So um, I have oh, hopes dear. for next year. I have hopes for next uh, year. Well, They're changing a okay. lot. Um, uh-huh. And this season has been amazing. I have loved this season. And I, mm. I've, I've been a huge cheerleader for this season. And, but yeah, I, yeah. I don't know what else to say. It's just, <laughs> you know, for for those that are expecting those things, it's like I'm very. Um, I wish I could be the same way. I wish I could feel the same way. But I. Mm. I mean, the show, the actors are doing phenomenal. Uh, you know, they're mm-hmm. they're acting the crap out of everything that they get. All the scenes mm-hmm. that they get. Um, Rob Benedict. I just can't say enough good things about him. He's just been acting his heart out as God, and I love it. And I love his God. I I mm-hmm. I love his God. I love it. It's right up mm-hmm. there with Alanis Morissette's God. You know, he and Alanis <laughs> Morissette. Those are my those are my gods. I think. Um, but you know, and I like I said, I I had oh, I just don't expect the big grand emotional scenes and stuff. Although last week we did get a great one with Dean and, and God and that, you know, that'll be mm-hmm. one of the top 10 best dramatic moments and all, but yeah, like even the plan, the plan was so boring. <laughs> you know, I was like, seriously, <laughs> that's it. Seriously. Uh, you know, yeah, but well, yeah, well, it's, yeah, but I remember like way back when having the same thought about um let me see Lucifer Rising which was fourth season finale and I remember thinking that's it <laughs> you know so I I guess they go up and down um and I'm not you know I don't I can't even say that I expected more, um, I, I watched this episode live, so I wasn't influenced by any tweets or any other reactions. How I reacted is what I felt. I don't know I don't know if I was expecting them to do certain things, but I was angry that they didn't. <laughs> so, and, and I, again, it's like, you know, well, 11 seasons, it's tough for any show to keep surprising you, any show. And cause, so, I mean, I don't mean to pick on Supernatural because it's, it is really hard. Um, I don't know. I think maybe 
<laughs> you know, being just kind of mad about things might be worse <laughs> than me, me hating yeah, things. Yeah, I, I think I, so. But, uh, that's a little sad. I, Actually, lot, I, I feel bad, but, I, well, you you know, uh, you, your reaction is what it is, you know. You can't change it. A lot of people say, you know, this isn't the show that it used to be and all that. And I'm like, well, it is. This is the same show. Mm-hmm. Sam and Dean are still the heart and soul of the show. It's the same show. It's just it's changed. You know, 11th season, mm-hmm. things are going to be mm-hmm. way different. You know, through the years, it's mm-hmm. evolved and it's changed. And, like, yep. I compared it the other day on Twitter to X-Files without Mulder. It was the same mm-hmm. show, mm-hmm. but very vastly different. And mm-hmm. even though we haven't lost, you know, our main cast, um, we, you know, the writers have all changed and that changes, you know, mm-hmm. when you, when you change writers, that changes the show because each writer is going to bring in their own, mm-hmm. you know, feelings. They're, they're going to, you know, even, you know, they're going to bring in their own feelings, their own uh, way of writing and everything. And so the writers have changed so vastly since the show started and mm-hmm. it it's the same show, but just very different. Yeah, and and no show stays the same. I mean, NCIS I think is going into its thirteenth season, thirteenth or fourteenth, and you know they've changed they've changed writers, they've changed cast. They're not the same, of course, because they're a bigger ensemble and they're a procedural. And I don't, like, I don't expect much more one way or the other, you know, uh, about them because they stick to a pretty, pretty good formula. They do come up with diff, some different things, but they're, they're pretty, pretty much a formula. So, but I think we've talked about it before. Do, does, has everyone in your life stayed exactly the same? Has everything in your life stayed exactly the same? You have the same reactions, the same friends, the same people. Um, do you relate to people exactly the same the way you did 12 years ago? Probably not. I mean, you know, your mother is your mother, your father is your father, sisters, brothers, husband, whatever, but you probably aren't the same people you were 12 years ago. You just can't be. You've gone through other things. So I don't I don't understand why people will have an issue with the show and characters evolving because that's what happens. <laughs> um, I, you know, um, but you still and want honestly, them to be... if the show if the show had stayed exactly the same, I don't think it would have lasted this long. Um, mm-hmm. The the actors would have got tired. Jared and Jeff, you know, would have got tired of doing the same thing over and over. Mm-hmm. They would have left. And if they leave, mm-hmm. there is no show. Exactly. If one of them, if it's, they've got to be, it's got to be a mutual decision between the two of them. It, it can't be one leaving and the other. It just can't. It won't survive. It just right. won't. Yep. Um, it will survive any other actor leaving any other character leaving but Sam and Dean. Sorry. Um, and, and you're right, exactly. If, if they had stayed exactly the same as they were in first season, they would have just been rehashing the same old thing 
people wouldn't have watched and uh, Jared and Jensen wouldn't have wanted to stay. So, and I'm one thing I've loved about Supernatural all along is they try different things. They crazy things, different things. Sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. Sometimes they go down in flames. <laughs> but I give them credit for trying. You just you just have to, especially after um, eleven seasons going into twelve. And it actually just reminded me of something actually David Duchovny, speaking of X-Files, said, uh, said about doing his own show. And he says it's, sim- it's similar to me and, and my dog, my dog Blue. He said, if she gets bored with the squeaky toy, I have to give her a, a tennis ball. You know, it's about keeping her interested <laughs> and involved. And that's a very simple, simple way. If you don't offer different things, different choices, different stories, different emotions, have the characters, have things happen to them. You know, you, you bore you bore your dog and you bore your actors and they're going to go. So um, thankfully so far, uh, Jared and Jensen aren't bored yet. <laughs> and I, it's, it's been such a part of my life, it's going to be very strange to not have it in my life. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it will end someday, you know. It will. We're definitely around for 12 season, but it will end someday. Um, speaking of this season, and I have also overall loved this season, but I realized something, that the reason I love this season is that there was a return to terrific, interesting Monster of the Week episodes. We got tons of wonderful brother interaction. Um, we got some new interesting characters. We got the return of some wonderful, wonderful characters like Bobby and Rufus. And that's what I loved about season 11. I honestly, ultimately, really couldn't care less about Amara and the darkness, and I had that epiphany last night. So very night. same. So yep, very same. Like, and, not, and not to say anything bad about Emily Swallow. She's been amazing. Mm. She, I, I, mm-hmm. I, her tweet, first of all, the actress herself, She's. I love following her on Twitter. She's She's hilarious. She's awesome. Mm-hmm. I wish that they she would is. sign her to conventions. I think her panels would be a lot of fun. Um, mm-hmm. And she's been doing a great job, especially in this episode. Her scene with Chuck there at the end, I thought, was the best mm. scene in the whole episode. Um, yes, I did like that. But, but yeah, the whole Amara storyline is kind of boring. Yeah, eh. <laughs> I'm kind of meh. How, how, but it did meh. Uh, sort of prompt the return of Chuck. But they could have found another way to bring back Chuck and God and whatever. So, uh, yeah, it was kind of meh. And that's what I realized. that You know what? That's why I love this season. Because it was all those other elements came back and they came back strong. And I, I, I have some very strong feelings about this episode and it, um, I started thinking about why I love season 11 and all of a sudden I was like, (laughs) it's a little extreme and it's just my opinion. But I was like, kill them all, kill them all. And let, and let Sam and Dean sort it out. You know, it's just they, everybody's just got to go, <laughs> you know. I want it. And, and this is a new, uh, something that I didn't think I would 
I would say, because when they introduced the Men of Letters bunker, I love that Sam and Dean finally had a base and had a home, and it was part of their history, part of their family, and they felt so strongly about it. It was nice that they had their own rooms and whatever. And I said, by the end of this episode, every every Tom, Dick, and Harry could get into the bunker. Amara comes in and, and burns the sigils, which I thought was an awesome scene. Actually, I love when she got in the bunker and all and, and all the sigils came to life and then disappeared. But even she can get in there. So what is the use of having this special warded bunker? And I'm like, you know what? Kill them all. <laughs> like I said, all the other characters out, burn the bunker, and oh, I, I, want I agree. To see I Sam just... and Dean drive away in baby road. with the clothes on their back and their weapons, and that's it. And that's where we go in season twelve. Oh, I, I, I totally, I'm on board with that 100. percent I've been a huge fan of the bunker. I think it's a mm-hmm. great set. I love it. There's so much mm-hmm. to it that they could can that they could still can. There's many storylines that they could come up. There's many things that they could explore because there there's there has to be so much stuff stored in there. There's all kinds mm-hmm. of new monsters and mysteries that they could find. But and we talked about it last week. Look who all's been in the bunker now. Metatron was mm-hmm. in it last week. You know, Lucifer's in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amara's in it. Um, you know, we had the Steins in it last year. Was that last year? I think it was last year. And mm-hmm. I've been so many seasons. It's confusing. Yeah. Sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yep. there's been so many bad things in it, and it's supposed to be the one place where they're safe. So it's like mm-hmm. since basically the baddest bad has been there, mm-hmm. they, should just move, they, they should just move on. Yeah. I, I, yeah. And, they're in there, and they're comfortable in there now. I mean, you know, they did torture Crowley in there for a while, but Lucifer's been there. He's been staying there. He was staying in Sam's room. What the hell? Uh, uh, no pun intended. But and and um, I don't now know if so much he been... was staying in it. I don't know if so much he was staying in it is where he just used it to throw his temper tantrum. Yeah, well, oh, oh, that makes all the difference. <laughs> and, and 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 God's been there, and which again is not necessarily a bad thing, but God, um, God's everywhere. So, well, well, that's true too. <laughs> like taking taking showers, wearing Dean's robe, you know. At least he was cooking for them, you know, this week. Pancakes. By the way, those, and now Mars pancakes look Amara. so good. I know <laughs> pancakes. Um, Mars been in there. I just wanted to scream. There she was going through their stuff and their photographs of their family, and I'm like, don't you touch that. <laughs> I mean, I actually liked that scene, but but I hated that she was there, which is I think what you what you wanted. They wanted, so that's okay. But now she's been in there, and like. I, and I know it was an expensive set, and I think they would be very reluctant to get rid of it. But they, I think they really do need to consider what's gone on in there. And it, it, it's not that safe haven that I think was originally intended. And I'm like, that's it. Everybody needs to go. They need to, to 
burn the bunker and hit the road. And I don't know, time to grab uh, the weapons, some clothes, and maybe some of the books and out. (laughs) I mean, I remember being so uh, upset when Bobby's house burned. And, you know, Bobby did have stuff stored in other places, but that was also a safe haven and everything for them. And I actually feel worse that they don't have Bobby's than, than I would feel, I think, about them losing the bunker. I wish they found more personal things in the bunker. You know, like Bobby's was such a personal place. I don't know. Right. That was, yeah, that was my two cents about all that. And uh, who knows, because we have a, we're going to have new writers and we have a new showrunner who's been a writer for years. We talked about this, Andrew Dobb and Robert Singer coming back to being co-showrunner. Again, very interesting. And they hired a new writer. Um, Three, actually, I think three. They've hired three. Was it three? Oh, I only know of I only know um, one. The the man who wrote for uh, American Crime. That's the one I know whose name is escaping me and I feel badly. <laughs> they um, according to Davey something. According to Twitter, um if you how uh, how people found it hasn't been officially announced, but people who follow Andrew Dabb noticed mm-hmm. who he started following recently. And oh. um and one of them is Steve Yockey, who his Twitter is at SleepyPanda76. And his um, Twitter bio says, Playwright, Spectacle Junkie, at New Play Network, Standard Bearer, Writer for MTV Scream, and Supernatural. So hmm. that would be one. And which, by the way, MTV Scream, great show. So I'm excited that he's moved, you know, to have him on. Mm-hmm. Davey Perez which is the one you mentioned. He's the That's only one it. that has, um, he, he tweeted an announcement kind of thing about it. So Davey Perez mm-hmm. um, and Meredith Glynn, G-L-Y-N-N, is a writer that um, Andrew Dabb has started following on Twitter. She hasn't tweeted anything about moving over to Supernatural or anything, but she is a writer. So it's a rumor mm-hmm that she's been moved mm-hmm. over. Hmm, interesting. Um, I haven't, I still have this season American Crime on my DVR, but I have watched some of it. And I don't know if any of those were the episodes. Are you there? Susan? Susan, did we lose you? Sorry about that. My okay. phone disconnected from my headpiece. I'm so sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, and then, and then it fell on the floor, of course. <laughs> so um, I'm not sure if uh, Davey wrote any of the episodes that I saw of American Crime, but if he was in, but he was a regular writer for them and in the writer's room, so he could easily have had, you know, thoughts or influence or, or pass or whatever. On that and that, that's an excellent, excellent show. So I'm, I'm hoping the new ones are good. And I hope Nancy Wan is still around because I really liked her episodes this season as well. And, and we're I'm not sure Eric about Eric Carmelo. Yeah, I want Eric Carmelo and Nicole Snyder to stay 
I always love their episodes. Yes, yes, me too. And we're not sure, right, because they they did have a possibility of another show. But I don't think it got any farther. So hopefully they're still around. Um, So... Tell, tell, let's Back. talk about what you hated. Let's talk about what you hated <laughs> about the episode. And I, I, I actually wrote in my notes, hated, and I underlined hated, and then I would write down what I hated. And usually, again, I usually don't get this extreme about an episode. I even surprised myself, I guess. Um, but I don't know, maybe I, you just didn't expect it because you just didn't expect that as supernatural anymore. I don't know, maybe I'm... I was still hopeful they wouldn't, or maybe I didn't expect them to, but I was still angry that they didn't. I I don't know. But anyway, um, part of one of the things that bugged me is that I thought they spent too much time with other characters. It was an episode that packed in so many different characters, and that's very difficult for any show to to balance. Um, Supernatural's done it, but I thought there's just way too many. It reminded me of Girls, Girls, Girls. Mm-hmm. Remember season nine last year? Was it last year or the year before? Again, I'm terrible now. Mm-hmm. Um, girls, Girls, mm-hmm. Girls, also written by Robert Barons, and he had a thousand, thousand characters in it. And yeah, same, mm-hmm. they remind me of the same. Yeah. And and Robert Barons, he's he's a very good writer, but I his episodes for me they some I like and some I do not, and this has to go on the do not <laughs> list for me. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm like, it was too much. And some of the things that happened in this episode, they could have covered in like two or three episodes. You know, there was so many other characters and things. And I don't know if he got that assignment and and then and was like, good God, how am I going to balance everything or what? I don't know. Anyway, um, even though we actually got an explanation for this. I'm still not happy about it. I said I hated that Sam had to work with Lucifer. And I think that's this is something that I think everybody that hated this episode hated the most. Sam had to work with Lucifer. 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 Yeah. The evil that possessed and tortured and abused him physically, emotionally, and psychologically. And even I just I, I no I the only vague vague thing is that there's two things slight cast somebody Sam knows and then um, we find out kind of vaguely God says he can't hurt you and then uh, there's a, a quote from Jared from there's a convention in Rome this weekend and and Jared said that. I think it was a scene and it was cut, but he, but God tells uh, tells Sam he can't hurt you now. And I guess Sam just said, well, we need him. So I'll bite the bullet, but I would have, I would have wanted to see Sam, I mean, way back when he saw Lucifer in the cage and was terrified. He, he held his own, but he was, you could tell he was terrified. I wanted to see the same kind of thing. And I wanted him to be angry at, at Lucifer and and not like like a counselor and Dr. Phil and you know like this is your father and come out of your room no those are the wrong 
steps. Those are the wrong emotions. This is these are the wrong notes in this episode. Sam still we still should have known what kind of person personage that Lucifer was to Sam. He and he should have said, I'm doing this because I have to but, you know, I'm going to put you back in that cage. You know, I'm going to have you killed. I don't care whose face you wear. You know, that's what I wanted to see. Yeah. That's what I yeah. hated about that. that so. That's the thing to me. It's like, you know, again, I didn't expect it, so I wasn't as deeply offended by it as so many people are. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I wish I expected it, you know. But mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't. But the thing is, mm-hmm. they could have completely solved this whole issue. Yeah, I know, apparently there were scenes that they cut. But if they could have just left in one line, you know, just mm-hmm. one line, maybe just, you know, since we knew um, God had taken um, Lucifer's powers away, um, mm-hmm. you know, just, maybe just let Sam punch him in the face. And, mm-hmm. you know, just... You know, just something like that. Let him punch him in the face and move on. You know, walk mm-hmm. away. You know, just let mm-hmm. it be something little like that. I think would have solved all the issues that everybody has. Mm-hmm. Um, or Sam didn't. How about Dean doing it? You know, Dean saying, "Yeah, I, yeah. I, what you did to my brother." Um. I, Oh yeah, and and that was and that particular reaction to Lucifer was uh, indicative of other issues I had, like um, Sam and Dean playing Doctor Phil counselors to God and Lucifer having a conversation, and and it was like you know it was like um, strict dad and cranky teen. It wasn't God and his and an archangel, you know. And 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 then Sam and Dean go, okay, you know, can we talk about this? Can we work together? And I'm like, no, <laughs> no, this is not working for me at all. It's too casual. It's too light. These maybe if they actually were father and son, maybe it would have been okay. But no, no, it was played for laughs, that, and it's yeah. so funny. That's mm. the thing. I didn't mind the whole Doctor Stillness about it. I did. I you know yeah whatever I don't care. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that they boiled Lucifer down to a teenager throwing a tantrum because his daddy won't mm. give him what he his yeah. daddy won't give him what he wants. All the way down to the stereotypical locking themselves in their bedroom and playing loud music. I mean mm. that was just going too far. The Lucifer we knew, yeah he was upset with dad. But he wouldn't have resulted to childish things like that. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I, I, did, I did not like that at all. Lucifer is not some little teenager throwing a tantrum, and that's what they boiled him now. Yeah. I mean, and on top of him being evil, he's nuts. He was locked in a cage for how long? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And for a while has Sam locked in there with him. Sam barely made it out of there. Oh, God. Uh, anyway. I, I don't know. We already, there's a couple more things that I hated, but we've already kind of talked to talked about them. Um, uh, Sam and 
Sam and God talking about Sam taking the mark of Cain, but we just didn't see it. Like, really? You cut that scene for for listening to Rowena and and her friend the witch Clea down in Louisiana? Really? You couldn't have shortened that scene and let us see the scene where God and Sam discuss Sam taking on the mark of Cain? That was another thing that made me crazy. And then, speaking of the mark of Cain, at least Sam and Dean talked a little bit about Sam taking on, but certainly not long enough. And I thought Dean gave in pretty easily, so that was another thing that made me crazy. And today at JibCon, um, Jensen did say that that was one thing he wished that he would have had, um, Dean would have had more time to talk to Sam about the Mark Shane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, from he and Jared. today, yeah, it's very, it's, uh, to me it was very obvious that Jared and Jensen had the same issues with this episode <laughs> that everybody yes. else did. Yes. And, and if you, if you, want to read their comments and uh, hear what they had to say about it and some things that they said about the future. Um, I would go to Twitter and check out Maisie's um, Twitter line, uh, timeline, Twitter feed. Yes, yes, S-P-N, Maisie, M-A-I-S-I-E, and then Daisy like the flower, D-A-I-S-Y. Her tweets are very concise and detailed and spot on for both Jared and Jensen and a Actually, all the other guests, she's been tweeting right along for everything. So, yeah, I highly Plus recommend she's going just a and really, her tweets. She's just a really sweet girl, too. I love Maisie. So. <laughs> oh, I've not met her, but she seems adorable <laughs> from her, oh, from she her pictures and, she, and her tweets. She's I think just, I could fit her in my she's pocket. She's so cute. <laughs> Seriously, she's so cute and so sweet. So, I think I could fit her in my pocket. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, they too had a lot of issues. Um, also about uh, characters, Crowley. Crowley gets laughed out of hell. None of the other minions um, believe okay. his line about Here. making hell great again. He's evil. Uh, and, and, and they say, oh, you know, you were Dean Winchester's bitch, and then you were... Uh, um, who else was that? He was like you named it that he was the bitch of that. And I'm like uh, that's another thing that I, I love Mark Shepard. I've been a fan for about a million years, but yep, he's on my list. It just everybody gone, done. Uh, See, this, that was the thing that I most had hateful feelings for. <laughs> that I was most disappointed <laughs> with was <Yay>! Crowley. <laughs> it's like and. Uh-huh. You know, we've talked about this before. It's like we like, you know, I like my kings of hell to be evil. I want them to be powerful, yes. strong, and evil. And he is not. He He's not. Mm. You know, he should have just, you know, all those demons that were laughing at him and things, he should have just, mm-hmm. in one sweep, just killed them all. And yep. Yep. I don't understand why they're letting Crowley be such a whip. You know, he, mm-hmm. no, he's the king of hell. Mm. And and then this is a different subject, but it goes along with it. Where the heck did he disappear to? At the end, you know, he his red stone mm-hmm. went out to join the demons mm-hmm. in the fight against Amara at the end. But then that's the last we see of him. So where yeah. did he go? I, I'm hoping that it's because it's his 
part of the plan is, you know, mm-hmm. and we're going to see it next week. And it's just, mm-hmm. you know, he had to go off to do another part of the plan. Um, mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's like he just disappeared. Yeah. Like we didn't see we, where he ended up. We saw where everybody else ended up. That was part of the yep. plan. Um, but never saw what happened to Crowley. Didn't see what happened to Crowley. Um, I wonder. I, I, that, I, and again, this is just me one, you know, theorizing, trying to figure things out. If he possessed her a little bit. Amara. You know, maybe. But yeah, huh. Amara. If maybe that's where he is and that's part of the plan. But, but if so, where's. The body, where's his body at? It yeah, yeah. So, where's yeah. where's it? It was very confusing. It was confusing. Um, yeah, he's. Um, I, I agree with you. I, I I want Crowley to be evil again. He's supposed to be evil. He's supposed to be absolutely terrifying and. I don't want him He's friends just, with Sam and Dean. Yeah. I don't want them to be able nope. to call him whenever they want to. On the I phone. want him to be, yeah. And I where want was him he to that be Dean scary. just in? How did Dean get there? In that, it's that hospital that we thought was hell that's actually in Maryland or whatever. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Pennsylvania, oh, okay. they said it was that. <laughs> Uh, you know, for for how many episodes we thought they were actually in hell? No, it's just some hospital. But um, <laughs> I want I I don't want him and Sam and Dean to be friends. I want them to hate him, hate each other like they used mm-hmm. to. I want Sam and Dean to want to kill him. I want him to want to kill them. I want it. Yes. That's the way King I, of Hell's supposed to be. Sam and Dean should not be that's... friends with the King of Hell, and the King of Hell should not be no. not want to be friends with Sam and Dean. Nope, nope, nope. I don't even mind if they had grudgingly agreed to work together but not ever trust the other one. You know, it's it's a little bit the enemy of my enemy is my friend kind of thing. That would have been okay with me if they were still, like, angry and afraid and he was still evil. You know, that would have worked. It's not like, like you said, I don't want them being friends. Stop it. He's, he's the chief crossroads demon and he was the king of hell. No, 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 no. Um, another thing I hated is that it seems like everybody got an apology in this episode, but Sam, uh, you know, God apologized to Lucifer. Lucifer apologized for killing Rowena and to Crowley. And Crowley saying, it's okay, I actually was going to wear the dog collar. And I'm like, no, no, just no. Nope, nope, nope. Nobody bothered to apologize to Sam. God didn't apologize to him for letting things happen to him. Lucifer didn't apologize. Actually, I'm, Lucifer shouldn't apologize to Sam. He should apologize to anybody for anything. <laughs> he's evil. Right, he's, he's Lucifer. <laughs> yes, he's Lucifer. Damn it. <laughs> Don't apologize for anything. Doing stuff like that makes no. you happy, Lucifer. <laughs> you know? Right? I like mm. my fictional Lucifer to be completely 100% <laughs> evil. <laughs> yes. Um, 
I hated that Sam and Dean didn't spend any time talking with each other about all this. They didn't talk about Lucifer. They didn't talk about God. They didn't talk about anything. Like, I know that they're on the clock and the Mars coming, but talk a little bit, you know, while they were, I don't know, packing their weapons or something. Jeez. Um, that bugged me. Um, I also thought it was strange that God, all-powerful God, can't remake the archangels. And I know, and I know well, that, you reminded me that yeah. they're primordial dust, and it takes the time. And I'm like, but He's God. Can He just make the time? Can He stop time and remake the archangels? I, that's what bugs me. It's like God's power is limited. I don't think so. So that's that's. I think that was. They had to put an excuse in somewhere for why they weren't mm-hmm. able to get Richard Spate Jr. And forgive me, I can't remember the name of the actor who played Raphael. Um, the, woman, Is it, the female version was Lynette Ware, but I can't remember the male mm-hmm. one. Um, but basically that was them saying, you know, we we couldn't afford. We've got thousand people in this episode already. We can't <laughs> afford these other two. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I would have. I would have. Uh, no offense to the lovely actress who played Clea, Rowena's witch friend. I would have. Oh. Not have her in it, and I would have had. I would have had. I love. I love Barbara Eve Harris, though. I was really surprised to see her on this show. She's on. Chicago PD. I don't know if anybody else watches Chicago PD besides me, mm-hmm. uh, but she's like um, a police chief on there, and mm-hmm. um, she's been in a ton of other stuff. But I was like, hey, <laughs> you know, I was really surprised <laughs> just playing, you know, having like such a smallish part on here, and mm-hmm. you know, I was like, wow, because I thought she'd have been too big a name to get for such a small part. Yeah, I mean, she's got a giant resume, and she was very familiar to me, but I, I don't watch um, Chicago PD, so I did not recognize her from there. But And, and don't you know, I really I liked her, and I thought it was a cool character, but if I could have swapped her out for one of the archangels returning, I'm sorry. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I, would, I would have taken it. I would have taken it. Definitely. So, yeah, I, I I question the decisions in here, and I, of course, I'm I'm not privy to any behind the scenes decision making or budgets or right or whatever and, and all that. So that's you know they, that's where those things could have come from. But but those are those are more of more of my issues. But you know uh, whatever, I'll, I'll give you the archangel thing. <laughs> You know, <laughs> well, you know, I'll, I'll give, you know, you know what I mean. It's like, okay, so they take longer to remake. I guess they are archangels. And he did say he didn't say he couldn't do it. Well, he didn't say he couldn't do it. He just said that there wasn't enough time considering everything else. So, okay. Um. Yeah. Somebody. We about another thing. Um, real quick on our Twitter. Um, uh, Keith Anthony Cole wants to know if we're going to talk about whether or not Lucifer is alive or dead. Uh, yes, we're getting there. 
<laughs> it was in my notes. <laughs> but, yeah, it worked. but, you know, yeah, let's talk about it right now. Well, uh, Amara really um, went through everybody the end. And, you know, she 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 uh, uh, burned off the mark of Cain and flung Dean, and she's got to God in a chokehold way up in the air. And and she flung uh, Lucifer, Cass's body, and you see his eyes glow and burn and, and something leave. And I wonder, and I was going to ask, is that Lucifer leaving Cass? I think it And where did he go? Did she fling him back in the cage? Did she fling him back it in, was the 100%. in the cage? It's 100% supposed to be Lucifer, I believe, because... If you look at it, VFX did a great job. They made it look like Mark Pellegrino. Um, I paid. I really paid. I paused it on that scene. It even had mm-hmm. you know, like the little um, spots that Mark Pellegrino's Lucifer had on his face. You know, they even had mm-hmm. those there and everything. Oh yeah, right. And so it was definitely loose. You know, supposed to be them pulling Lucifer out, and. Yeah, whether he's dead or not, I'm not sure. Um, you know, I don't and see she them said something think... like nephew. Doesn't she say so nephew, you know, yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah she does. So I would say that's pretty a pretty handy way to get Lucifer out of Cass. Um whether he got, you know, where he went, I don't know if he's dead or if he got sent back to hell. Yeah, I don't know, but turn yeah, back in the cage. Yeah. Um. That was that was that reminds me of another thing that annoyed me. I'm sorry, There's so many things that annoy me about this episode. I'm sorry. Um, but when when Lucifer. I guess it would be considered Cassifer because it is both of them that go to heaven and try to recruit um, the angels. And the one angel who, who kept calling him, you know, the serpent and the evil one, why would we? I'm like, I'm with you. Whoever you are, angel, I am on your side. Why, why are you doing anything with this creature? But, and then Lucifer lets Cass speak. So I don't see that that would help because the angels aren't too fond of him either. Considering the things he's right. done, they're not big fans of him, but that kind of helps, and that was another thing I didn't like. But he says, you know, I've um, maybe it was there, it was somewhere else where Cass says, you know, I've been, uh, Lucifer has had hold, it's, he's burning through my vessel, I've been full of torment and all this stuff. I'm like, no, you've been watching Netflix for the past nine months. <laughs> you've been watching TV. There's been no torment. There's been no torture. There's been nothing. There's been just Netflix. Now, if we had seen on and off through this season Cass being tortured by Lucifer, and why wasn't he being tortured by Lucifer? This, again, this is Lucifer. We like our Lucifer evil. <laughs> he should have been right. torturing Cass every time we saw him. I mean, when when Lucifer had hold of Sam, every time we saw Sam, he was like in flames or strung up on chains and meat hooks. No, no, Cass is watching Netflix. So I don't think it's been so bad for Cass. And uh, anyway, that was another thing about this that bugged me. So, okay, going back to the part of you know the recruiting, we saw Crowley get laughed 
at by his demons. They're all like, mm-hmm. we're not joining you, you know. Right. So where did all the demons come from <laughs> at the end? Yeah. That, you know, who did he get to join? Because earlier nobody wanted to join him. Yeah, where? Yeah, you know, where did he get all the demons? That also reminds me, the special effects in this set were great. They did a fantastic job, you guys. And I completely agree effects. with this. The visual effects are fantastic, but the first thing I thought when I saw those demons coming was that it was a Mara's mm-hmm. thing, you know, those yes. black things. Yes. I'm like, and then mm-hmm. I, I was like, hey, that's, you know, because when we first saw her in the season finale of last year, you know, it looked the same. And then when she has God up um, in the air, you know, the, her black smoke there, it looked just like the demon smoke. And mm-hmm. I just wish there was something that's right. that they had I done agree. differently. Mm-hmm. That's right. Because like, you're right. I did. That's right. I did think it was Amara at first and her bizarro smoke thing. Yeah. Yeah. But it wasn't just but, me. But, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> but uh, it was well done. <laughs> but it should have been different. Um, two, uh, two more things that bugged me. And and it's still, still, another episode has gone by. Nobody mentioned the amulet. It, it would have been nice. Like you said, maybe you just didn't expect them to talk about it, that they would just move on and the writer's right in the bubble. Yeah, but you I, think just, just such a big deal. It, it, it bothers me. I'm, I'm, I don't expect them to ever bring it up again, honestly. Oh, that makes me even more sad. <laughs> I maybe even you know the new writers next year maybe they'll change you know change my expectations. Uh-huh. Maybe Jensen will do something. Maybe he maybe you know maybe he will just decide to king out it in a scene or taking it out of his pocket or something. Maybe he will find a way. Um, and I hope he does if the writers don't because I you know I'm just I can't help but being disappointed that they didn't do it. Like maybe I didn't expect it, but I'm just disappointed. And I just noticed it. Like here goes another episode. And and again, no no mention of the amulet, and that drives me crazy. And it's not this show. It's like you guys write. It's literally a writers' room. You supposedly have meetings. Don't you guys talk and say, oh by the way, I'm doing this in my episode, so don't forget you're gonna have to mention it in yours. <clears throat> anyway. And the other thing that bugged me about this, and, and, and I've spent most of this discussion being on Sam and Dean's side, but now I'm going to turn around and I'm not happy with them either. And I mentioned this last week too. Donatello. I love Donatello the prophet. I thought he was just great. I love Keith Sarabica, and he's gone. He lasted one and a half episodes. Amara uh, tortures him, figures out where Sam and Dean are, and then takes his soul or essence or whatever and Sam and Dean I blame you guys because you let him go home last week unprotected so it's your fault I love you yeah, guys I, I, I thought of the same thing when I was watching like we just talked about this on the podcast <laughs> I saw that. that's what we said would happen <laughs> yes and sure enough it did and I guess Sam and Dean don't know about him yet like, Mara didn't bother to say, oh, by the way, it was Donatello who gave you up. And 
how she didn't know where they were because God was warding them and also the bunker itself, but she got into the bunker, even with it being warded and got around later. Anyway. They showed her burning off those, those um, mm-hmm. showed her burning off the boards. Yeah. I like that. So I guess once she, but, knows they're, once she knows they're there, she can get rid of them. Mm-hmm. But, you know, unless she knows the actual location, she can't, I guess. But doesn't she also have God's power? God knew where they were. Unless God was warding them all. Because God does say, I've warded myself against her. So maybe he just warded everybody, and that's why she couldn't figure out where they were. Eh, maybe, um, yeah. I, hmm. Maybe, yep. Yeah. Um Some things I I I liked. I did like that at the end um, when Amara appears or, or gets gets past the demons and the witches, and she gets in. And the minute Dean sees her, he takes a step toward her. It's almost like he doesn't even know what he's mm-hmm. doing, but he takes a step toward her, and Sam holds him back. And I'm like, well, there wasn't much brotherly interaction in this episode, but I, but there's a little bit, and I did like it, and I. I liked because Dean, that's what, at least consistent with the whole season, Dean, for whatever reason, has that odd attraction to her. And they did talk about that in this episode as well, that he finally tells, you know, I tried to kill her and I couldn't. And then they say, well, you didn't want to, and you want God to do it because you can. So at least they, they talked about it some more. I did like, um, you know, Jensen, how he played it is like, once she comes in and she's in such bad shape, you can tell he looks worried about her. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God, look look at her, and he's you know he seemed worried about her. He was going to go mm-hmm. to her and help her, even though the whole plan was to not help her. So right. he just can't resist <laughs> it. Yeah, right. But but that's consistent and that's continuity, and I, exactly, I, I like that exactly. Yep. Yeah. Me too. Um, yes. Goodness. Um. I just love Rowena's eye makeup. It was absolutely gorgeous in this episode. Her pretty blue dress and the gorgeous eyeshadow. So beautiful. It's always beautiful, but this is also beautiful. Um, I I can't decide if this was kind of a diss at, at Sam, but I guess, you know, when you're trying to think of everything, you don't think it all through. They were trying to come up with weapons against Amara and Sam says, what about other hands of God? And Chuck holds up his hands and says, hmm, redundant. <laughs> you know, because yeah. here he is. Yeah, oh, it's like here I am. Yeah. It was kind of funny. I felt bad because it kind of made Sam look dorky, but oh, And I will say, my I think funny. my favorite line reading, my favorite line reading mm-hmm. of the whole night was when Lucifer and God are having their Dr. Phil moment and, um, I forget who it was that mentions it, Sam or Dean. Um, says something about him being too lordly. And he says, mm-hmm. the way, I love the way Rob Benedict says, well, you know, I am the Lord. <laughs> the way he says it, I was like, I look on his face, the way he says it, it it's so hilarious. I, I love that. That's probably my most favorite thing of the whole episode was just that one little moment. <laughs> Cracks me up every time. 
<laughs> Actually, um, something at, at about the same time, it, it made me laugh when I went back and watched it a couple times. Um, Sam and it's the Dr. Phil counseling session that Sam and Dean have been putting in their two cents once too often for God, so God pops them upstairs in the bunker, and then when they're done and they have their talk, apologize, he pops them back down, and both Sam and Dean, Jared and Denson, look kind of like, yikes, wobbly, because God's popped them upstairs and brought them back down, and Jensen, as Dean, kind of, kind of goes back and forth, he kind of rocks back and forth, and then he kind of holds his tummy, like, like he's a little bit motion sickness or something and it made me laugh every <laughs> single time <laughs> just because you know they don't point it out they don't make a big deal out of it but i i had to go back and watch it a couple times it made me laugh <laughs> very funny and that's also consistent because we know dean doesn't like to be zapped around it, things <laughs> it has an effect on him <laughs> it has an effect on his body so he remembered at least. Jensen um, is fantastic. I I love Jensen's always been fantastic at doing the little things, even when he's not mm-hmm. the center of the scene. You know, if you keep right. your eye on him, he's always, you know, still continuing with whatever his character is going through, even though this the camera's not on him at the moment. He's not the center of the scene, and I mm-hmm. love that. Yes. I do too. I love stuff like that. Um, and it's it's in that same same scene. Dean says they're talking about apologizing, and Dean saying, "Sam says, well, sometimes it's just the fact that you apologize. It's not what it's about." And Dean says, "Yeah, you can you can apologize and not mean it. Like I I do this to Sam all the time." And then he says, sorry to Sam. And he goes, see, you can do it. And I'm like, you know, you went for the joke. And it's not a good joke. And it's not funny. And it was a poor choice. And I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe at that point I was just too annoyed with everything else. Did you find it funny? Do you think it was consistent I with did. Dean? I did. Okay, maybe I, that was I, I thought it was a- <laughs> Yeah, I thought it was total Dean thing, so yeah. Well, yeah, I, I guess it is. But like I said, there's so much about this episode that bugs me. It was just one more thing on the list. But I, I don't know. I guess you're right. But the whole Oscar Phil scene annoyed me. So anyway. The, the, I thought the Dr. Phil scene, which I, I know that was a lot of things that a lot of people had feelings about. Mm-hmm. I thought it was funny. I, I mean, just to me, the fact of God and Lucifer sitting down for a therapy session is funny. Mm. And I and I get where the writers are like, yeah, this is funny. God, let you know, God, Lucifer therapy. Yeah, this would be funny. Which on any other show, you know, mm-hmm. it would be. Um, I personally thought it was funny. But it didn't fit in with Supernatural. Mm. And Especially not this I think, episode. I think sometimes... Mm. Oh, here, I'm watching the episode and that Lord moment just happened. Where Robin, I, think, <laughs> but I am the Lord. I had to stop. I had to watch it. Um, I love it. But, um, you know, it's just... I think sometimes... And I, I could be totally wrong. But to me, it felt mm. like... 
um, you know, the writer's room came up with, hey, here's a funny idea. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and stick it in, even though it doesn't really mm-hmm. match yeah. the rest of everything. I think Robert Barron's tweeted that, not that scene, but the one where um, every, they, they figure out the plan. They just said, well, it, we're going with what we got, and it's the recruitment scene of everybody and going back to the heaven and getting in whatever. He called it like Ocean's Eleven, the movie. The I'm not sure which one. He could be talking about the old classic one with Frank Sinatra or he could be talking about the more current one with George Clooney and his gang. Um, but And that movie is very enjoyable. But it's not supernatural. I'm sorry, Ocean's Eleven doesn't belong in Supernatural. It's not like they were recruiting, you know, jewel thieves or, or whatever, that all the parts they needed to rob the casinos. It's no. <laughs> this is like... Um, um, the end of the world stuff, and you know, and why are you doing kind of a fun uh, caper movie comparison? I'm like, no, <laughs> stop it, stop it. I've never it. seen Ocean's Eleven, but I do know what it's about. Um, mm-hmm. I can see the I can see the comparison. You know how they're, you know, getting a bunch of people together yeah. to do a job. On the surface. But, yeah, it's, it's exactly, it's a surface comparison. Mm, yeah, it, it didn't belong there. And, and yeah, it's like, no. <laughs> Just, no. <laughs> you, you thought wrong. I, I do want to say I loved um, Chuck's red hoodie. I want that hoodie. I loved it. It's kind of like a washed out, kind of rusty color, you know, and it's like, mm-hmm. I want that hoodie. I don't know, <laughs> I, you know. Mm-hmm. Tell me where you got your hoodie, God. I want your I want your hoodie, God. Where does God shop? <laughs> oh, like that. Oh, and another, you talked about he reading. Was, uh-huh. No, just I'm go I'm going to say real quick, a, about his uh, apparel. Apparently, he's also doing promotion for um, the show that comes on before Supernatural, Arrow. <laughs> so it had those <laughs> two arrows on it. His shirt did. Oh. And it's like, that's, that's all I was thinking of was, apparently, God's a big Stephen Amell fan because he's wearing <laughs> Arrow shirt. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> um just made me think that maybe a lightning bolt would have been more suitable and God, you know, hitting people with lightning. But that would have been a flash. That would have been a flash promotion. (laughs) (laughs) Also a very good show. Um, You you talk about uh, Rob's line reading for um, I am, I am the Lord. I love um, Ruthie's line reading for Rowena when Sam shows up to her recruit her, and she says, I'll turn you into an actual moose. Just the way she says it, an actual moose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh, too. I just loved it. <laughs> and poor Sam. I do you know, love like, Rowena. Crowley's nickname is Stuck. <laughs> stuck for years now. 
but um, <laughs> it just made me laugh. An actual moose. <laughs> um, how come? How come all the other witches died and Rowena didn't? I mean, I know she's a very powerful witch. Well, even Crowley killing her couldn't keep her dead, so she must have had her magic going. But, but I don't know. It, I just the made me wonder. The only thing I can think of is because she's played by Ruth Connell. That's the only thing I can think yeah. of. Why, you know, she's a, she's yeah. a popular character and actress, so they couldn't kill her. Um, but she came close at the end. Boy, Omar really, really did a number on her. What do you when when Rowena um, regains consciousness and she stands up and she's looking into the distance at that kind of yellow red light and she's just staring? What do you think that is? Do you think that's that's a fire? I don't know. Do you, because Amara says she wants to keep God alive before she kills him so she can show him his creation turning to ash. And I wondered if that kind of red glow means Amara just, like, you know, set the city on fire or something. But it was the only thing I could think of. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I was one, wondering mm. when I was rewatching today, what is it that she's looking at? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. And cover your ears if you don't watch the prom- uh, trailer for next week. Um, mm. So, but from the trailer, we see Chuck's fine. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> so. he, 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 he's he not look- dying. No, he's not dying. He doesn't look um, anxious or upset. He doesn't even even look a little um, wounded at all. Didn't, didn't you say on Twitter, and I hadn't thought of this, but a trickster. Killing a, a Gabriel? Gabriel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I, I that could account for wondered, God looking just fine in the next episode. Yeah. I want, I would, the whole time I'm thinking, I was when I was watching it originally when it aired the other night, was I think it's, part of the plan. Uh, mm. You know, because we've seen, um, you know, back in season four, uh, when um, Alistair was coming for Uriel and Castiel, you know, in the episodes, I know what you did last summer and um, the one that followed it. Um, but that was a plan that Ruby and Sam and Dean had, you know, they got both, you know, both sides together to fight. Mm-hmm. And and then we know for a fact that, you know, archangels and that can fake themselves, you know, just like, um, you know, Gabriel did several times when he at, when we thought he was a trickster. And then mm-hmm. he did it with Lucifer in the episode that were, um, you know, that were mm-hmm. Gabriel ended up actually, actually getting killed. So we know they can do it. So right. I, I, I really, really... My theory, that's my theory, is that it was part of the mm-hmm. plan and the fake out. I on hope the there's there's more to this plan. I hope there's more surprises. I hope there's yep. things where I like I'll be like like in the finale, and I do have some hope for this finale. For like uh, uh, there was another 
tweet um, from Mavia, but uh, Jared, I think it was Jensen, who said that he and Jared spent an hour on the phone with the writers discussing the finale. So, and then, um, and just the preview and some other stuff makes me kind of hopeful about the finale, um, that there will be, like, surprises um, that we don't know about, but I'll be like, oh, that's fantastic, you know, that was so smart. I really hope that happens. (laughs) Elizabeth Blackmore has got to be in there somewhere, Um, the actress from Vampire Diaries, because, you know, when they announced her, they said she was in this season, and several mm-hmm. episodes next season. Well, she hasn't been in the season yet. so And she's running out of time. <laughs> she has, yeah. She must have a very major part in it, I'm guessing. And I tweeted that she must have a big part, as well as Lisa Berry, uh, who is Billy right. the Reaper, because, you know, Billy's not really had a point. And from the promo photos for next week's episode, she is in it. Right. So. Yes. You know, well, my again, theory the is going with those, yeah, those two are going to have a big, big part, I think. Well, they mention in the promo, it's about gathering souls. So um, Lisa Berry, Billy the Reaper, would certainly figure into that. She would be important for that. I don't know why she'd be willing to help Seventeen, <laughs> or maybe, maybe it's God she answers to, which would be interesting. Um, so that that could be why she's there, but I'm still no clue about the, the new one. Um, speaking of promos, there was an absolutely gorgeous one from the shaving people punting things. <laughs> um, it is a crew video, and it was a beautiful song sung by Emily and Brianna and... Uh, Lisa, right? Lisa Berry was the third. Oh, no, no, it was Ruthie, right? Ruth, Sorry. uh-huh. Yes, yes. And they sang over it, and it was scenes from, like, all the finales, including this one, and it was just gorgeous. And premiere. It had the season one, had the season one mm-hmm. premiere in it, you know, the scenes mm-hmm. of Little Dean carrying Little Sam out of the burning house. Yes, and I'm like, at least somebody there remembers what this show has as its foundation. At least some people there remember. Yeah. Please, please, everybody, sit down. New writers, sit down and watch that promo. If you don't have time to watch 11 seasons of Supernatural, you should. Actually, that's your summer homework assignment from us. Down and watch the show that you're going to be writing. Yeah. For. But watch that think- promo because that will give you a good idea. Anybody who's writing for a television show, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I can see if you're just coming in like to write one episode. But if you're coming mm-hmm. in to be a staff writer, you, mm-hmm. know, you need to have seen every single episode of the show you're writing for. Honestly, yep. think so. Yep, and take the time. Take the time. Stay day and night. My favorite. It, there's no excuse. You can carry your little computer around with you, <laughs> your laptop. You can watch it on your phone, on your laptop, on your TV. There's no excuse. <laughs> like back on Buffy, um, it was season six when Drew Goddard became a writer. I loved mm-hmm. it because he was, first of all, a fan of the show. 
he was, and then he was Joss Whedon's assistant, and then he became a writer. Mm-hmm. And what was fantastic about him was, but since he he was first a fan and an assistant, he remembered mm-hmm. all the things that us fans remembered, and he put in points of interest and lines and things in his episodes that all of his fans have been wanting. Like um, there was an episode he did uh, where he brought up a. Um, a lie that Dean, uh, Dean, a lie that Xander had told Buffy back in the season two um, finale, becoming about uh, Willow saying "kick his ass" about Angel, and you know fans mm-hmm. of years have been, you know, were upset about that, and he brought that up, and you know just mm-hmm. little things like that. I love, I love that, and I wish we would get that type of writer. I wish we would get someone mm-hmm. like Drew Goddard was to Buffy. I, I would love that. Um. Ben Browder, who was in Farscape, among other things, um, took over a main part in Stargate well into the show. That show lasted 10 seasons, and I think he came in 7th or 8th season. And when he was hired and he was going to lead the new team, and he knew that he sat down and watched every single episode of Stargate up until that point, every single one. (laughs) In, in run-through, you know, like every single day. So he would know what show he was getting on and and getting totally prepared for it. And I thought, that's great. I mean, you don't find that too often. So, yeah, I want the writers to do the same thing. If you're coming to Supernatural, it's super complex. You know, it's mm-hmm. an incredible, massive universe of storyline. And you think it might be easy because you think, oh, my two main characters, Sam and Dean Winchester. Oh, no. <laughs> There's like an entire boxcar load of baggage that comes with Sam and Dean and characters and history and everything else. So, yeah, sit down and watch the show. If you can't watch it through twice, <laughs> it'll help. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, I I have I have to say that they have hinted all season long that it was going to take all of them working together because you saw you know monsters and angels and demons and sometimes meeting and talking and discussing they all knew the darkness and they were all afraid so they I got to give them that 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 it's not a surprise that it's um they all had to work together at the end to try to try and defeat Amara. So at least they did hint at it. <laughs> it's not huge, but it is something. <laughs> now, um, I don't know. Lucifer stabs Amara. Wasn't that one of the hand of God weapons? Yeah, it was. was. Yep. I I thought so. Okay. Um, Of course, it doesn't have any power in it. What if God had put power back into it? It didn't light up or anything when he used it. No. No, it didn't. But how come God didn't power it up again? Was he just thinking, well, he wouldn't have to? Because, you know, he did that. He was the hand of God. Yeah, since he was actually there with his hands, 
didn't see an object. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, every little bit helps, and it probably would have been useful to, to do that. I mean, she, she counteracted it, of course. I mean, it didn't even, she got stabbed, it didn't even stop, it didn't slow her down. <laughs> All she did was fling Cassifer uh, away. Um, but I, I, I thought Cass, Misha looked odd in this episode. I actually was worried about him. I thought maybe he had the flu or something, Misha, because I don't know. He just he looked different to me. It's not really neither here nor there, but he looked very different to me, and his facial expressions were kind of odd. So I don't know. Maybe he was just trying to convey that, you know, Cass. Or I I don't know. I thought, my gosh, it looks like Misha had the flu or something. I felt sorry for him. He did not look the way he usually does in some of those scenes. Maybe he was just being, trying to portray uh angry mm-hmm. t- teenager having a temper tantrum. <laughs> well, <laughs> probably because everybody else was having him in this episode pretty much. Why not him? Well, that's true. Um, Dean had an interesting comment to say to Crowley, and I really liked it. And maybe Crowley will take it to heart and get back to what we want him to be. He says, maybe you need to be a soldier again to learn how to be king again. Or maybe you need to be a soldier again to learn how to be king again. Kind of starting all over again, which actually could be interesting. Mm -hmm. All I know is I want, again, what I want doesn't matter because I'm not a writer. (laughs) But um, if I had my druthers, Mm -hmm. Supernatural would not be about fights with gods and angels and, Mm -hmm. you know, things like that. It would, and like I said at the beginning, Supernatural has, you know, show's been 11 years, it's going to change and it's going to evolve. But the best, the thing Supernatural does best, and this year proved it, was the Monsters mm-hmm. of the Week. Now, I, mm-hmm. I don't want all Monsters of the Week. I, I still like a year-long arc going through because, mm-hmm. like, you know, when shows go to just Monsters of the Week, to me, they're not as exciting. Mm-hmm. But I wish they would kind of, you know, Stray away from the huge big bads that they've gotten, you know, gods. I agree. And do you remember when to... Azazel? Do you remember when Azazel yes. was the worst, most terrifying thing? And he was your yes. basic. It turned out to be your basic garden variety demon with yellow eyes. That's it. <laughs> there were other demons. Yeah, black. There were ones that were red. He was the most terrifying thing, and I think. Part of the thing that we also miss, maybe, this this is part of it. And you're talking about the big, big monsters like God and Amara and all that, or the, or the arcs. They aren't personal for Sam and Dean. Azazel was personal. That was the demon right, right. mother. I wanted to and, go back to exactly personal things, because the best 
stories were, you know, season three, Dean is, you know, Dean's going to hell mm-hmm. all year long. And right. you know, that didn't involve any monsters or big bads or anything like mm-hmm. that. It was just about Dean trying not to go to hell. And, mm-hmm. you know, season two. And then Sam, you know, very personal with the yes. demon blood and, and Ruby. That was super season personal. Four. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it did end up with, you know, Lucifer rising. But, you know, all year long, season four, yeah, it was all a personal battle. And I, mm-hmm. I, I think those are what the fans relate, you know, the fans like the mm-hmm. most. And, you know, that it's those type of stories. And they've kind of, you know, they've really gone away from those since then. And I would like for next year to be kind of like going back to that, maybe dealing with um, mm-hmm. Sam or Dean having, you know, PTSD, and mm-hmm. it dealing, you know, and, and mm-hmm. it, you know, I don't want to go all soap opera. You know, I never want them to be a soap <laughs> opera. But um, mm-hmm. like how Buffy always was, you know, you take your high school problems but make them monsters. Mm-hmm. You know, you could do the right. Supernatural always kind of did that too. And like God yeah. and Amara and the darkness and and all this, it was just. It was too big, and it wasn't personal to Sam or Dean, and they were just stuck dealing with it. And, it, I mean, God keeps going on and on. I saved you. You were chosen. And we kind of got that with Michael Michael and Lucifer being the vessels. But, again, that was very personal. Sam and Dean were these vessels. And it, it follows with me saying, you know, kill them all, start over, burn the bunker. The bunker's tainted to me now. You know, it said too much bad happen there and go back to like a basic like drive away and baby you know with clothes on their back and a couple of weapons and a couple of books and just go back to doing what they were doing or I think I think it was Jensen again at Jibcon who said he wanted to spend a whole season in purgatory with Sam fighting That'd be interesting, yes. you know, because what if that would be cool. what if purgatory is all that's left after after God and Amara and the thing blows up or she does whatever? What if purgatory is the only place left? Well, that's, that's you know, kind of you know, I, we were talking about you know a post-apocalyptic maybe season next year, mm-hmm. and that right. that would kind of be the same. That would kind of go along with that. That would be mm-hmm. that kind of thing, and I think mm-hmm. that would be really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all all season in purgatory, trying to get out. That w- that could be really interesting, I think. Mm-hmm. And it would just be Sam and Dean back in the elements, and Dean's already survived there, so he could be right teaching and, Sam. But of course, Sam catching on really fast because he's Sam, and and you know, it would be a cool be. way to bring back past monsters, like we could see Benny again. Um, you mm-hmm. can see, you know, any any monster that they've ever killed, you know, would be there. And, you know, we could see, you know, that would be really cool. And be crazy um, if death was there, you know. I mean, I'm still upset that they killed death and nothing's happened. I, that yeah, still nothing, bugs the crap nothing. out of me. There should have been huge repercussions for that and nothing. Nope. And, and the actor Julian Richings, 
uh, Julian Richings is on Orphan Black, and he's been on it in several episodes in the current season. And every week when I see him on it, it's like, oh, there's, you know, it just yeah. reminds me that nothing ever, nothing ever happened on Supernatural when he died. Every, it's like, I love him and I love Orphan Black, but it just, every time I see him, it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I would love next week if, if Billy is indeed in it and have her say God or God's aid or something like that. What's up with that? You know, like where, where did he go? Yeah. So there would be something about that, and yeah, that would be cool. Like a like a year in purgatory or something that happens with Amara. Like, yeah, she's you know she's got to be defeated or handled or somehow because they're coming back for season twelve, and I don't think well, she'll she, be around anymore. Hmm? Either they will lock her away because they made a point several times in this episode of saying you know with. With lightness, you got to have darkness. You know, with the light, you got to have the dark. With mm-hmm. the you got to have the bad. And they, right. they several times made that point. So either they will find a way to lock her up, or, and again, though, you would think, but they probably won't. If they do kill her, that would mean huge repercussions. But like I've said, they killed Death, and there was not huge repercussions. Uh, mm. You would think it would change. You know, if there's no darkness in the world. Mm-hmm. But wouldn't that, that would take God fun. going with her? Maybe God will go with her. Maybe God will, will well, sacrifice himself. Remember in season four of Angel when we had the Jasmine storyline and how everybody who was under her spell kind of thing, um, before they saw her true self, it was all happy, hunky-dory, everybody's happy and loving each other world. That would be interesting for Supernatural to do a couple episodes of that if darkness is killed mm-hmm. and there there is no darkness. Everybody's got this hunky-dory happy lifestyle until Sam and <laughs> Dean have to ruin it, you know. <laughs> I think that <laughs> might be fun. <laughs> yeah. Or to make it, just make it personal again that Amara, to defeat Amara, Dean has to do something and and have that have that issue where they would have they have to deal with it over the course of the season a little bit like you know Dean Dean with the deal only he only gets a year and they have to find a way out of it and I don't know yeah, but it has yeah. to be personal yeah just something I agree they have to bring it back they got to bring it back mm-hmm. so maybe in that conversation <laughs> and other conversations in Jared and Jensen will have gotten that point across. Um, Jensen actually says, and again, I go back to Maisie's tweets. Um, Jensen said, we've had some writers, editors, and producers move on for next season. And he says, I do know the people in charge of us now, which of course would be Andrew Dobb and Robert Singer. And believe me, they will not lead us astray. I hope so. I hope he's right. I hope he's there. I hope he's of of making sure they don't <laughs> lead the show astray. You know, he and he and Jared really do know it best, and I want them to keep right on speaking up and taking care of their characters <sighs> even more, even more 
because sometimes stuff gets through, but, you know. Anyway. Anything else about this episode? Not about this episode, but um, in case everybody hasn't heard, um, the CW upfronts were Thursday, and it was announced that Supernatural is moving to Thursdays next year. So Again. it'll be going. <laughs> yeah, we were on Thursdays for several years in a row. I went and checked. There were four years in a row when we were on Thursdays. So moving mm-hmm. back to Thursdays. I think still the only night Supernatural hasn't been on is Monday, right? It's been on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. <laughs> yep, yep. And it actually back in the first or the first two seasons, CW owned Sunday nights as well. They didn't give them to the affiliates. They actually had programming on Sunday nights. And during the summers uh, between first and second seasons, they ran Supernatural at 7 o'clock on Sunday nights. So Supernatural mm. has been on Sundays even. So only two <laughs> nights, two out of the seven nights Supernatural's never aired are Saturday and Monday. That's amazing. And they're going to be um, they're going to be on after Legends of Tomorrow. And mm-hmm. I I like to think at least for the past few seasons it's been it's been a compliment to Supernatural. I mean, I know when they were moved to Friday, that was a different um, head of the CW. It was a different studio head. That was Dawn, Dawn Ostroff, who basically was trying to kill them. And she should have known that you can't kill a Winchester. <laughs> so they, they actually did <laughs> just not, fine on Friday. They're not the Lose Chesters. <laughs> That's right. They're, they're not, not the, the Lose Chesters. <laughs> you know, and they've actually done well. And I like to think when they move them around that they know they're solid and strong and can be a good balance for either a good lead-in, like for an older show, or, you know, good following up a, a just just a good pair. I think that's so, it. I think it'll be fine. Yeah. Supernatural has a core group of fans, you know, right around, it's right around 2 million that they know mm-hmm. will follow them wherever they go. You know, where, wherever mm-hmm. they put the show, <laughs> the fans will find them and they'll be there. So mm-hmm. I think they know that. And so they're, they know that they can move it around because we'll be there. We'll find it. Yep. Yep. And it's still on 9 o'clock, which is good. And I like Legends of Tomorrow. Um, I'm currently, I spent last night today binging The Flash. I'm still in the first season. and It's very good. I really like I it. I really like that. It show. is. It's excellent. I'm not, a big, yeah. I'm not a big superhero type person. I'm not one that watches mm-hmm. all the Captain Americas and all that. But I do like it a ah! lot. And... <laughs> <laughs> I I'm, um, when I'm finished with the <laughs> I know I know uh, when I finish when I finish Flash I'm gonna um, watch Legends of tomorrow. Good I I'm I'm behind a few episodes on Legends I also like it but the Flash is is really 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 good um, I like it a yeah. lot and and Barry I'm, is not I'm in, Barry I'm, Allen who's a Flash he's not much of a he's like He's the Flash, but he's not that dum da da superhero type. He's very real. My favorite, yeah. I just adore, is Cisco. I love Cisco. He's so I funny. I do like him too. Yeah. Um, and I got to really, really like Caitlin. She had to grow on me, but I, I really liked her. And Jesse Martin plays Barry's 
kind of adoptive dad. He's wonderful. It, the whole cast actually is very, very good. I've very been a fan good. of Jesse Martin's ever since his X-Files episode. So. Yes. Every time I see him, I think about the unnatural. So good. And uh, who knew Tom Cavanaugh could be such a badass boy? Wow. <laughs> I, you know, I, got... only thing I remember him from is Ed. And, you know, I, I think I'm on the 11th episode so far of the first season, so I'm not far into it. Okay. But, yeah, okay. I'm really I'm really impressed with him. And, you know, trying he's to figure out if he's a good guy. That's all I've got to yeah. say. <laughs> trying to figure out if he's a good guy or a bad guy because I'm not really sure. But it's like he's totally not Ed, anybody who remembers Ed. Yeah, he's completely mm. different than Ed. Yeah, he's very different. He's terrific. Yeah. And, you know, um, what's nice is you can't really say if he's a good guy or a bad guy. I don't want to spoil too much, but it's it's, okay. it's more complex <laughs> than that. It's more, it's just more complex than that, you know, which is nice. You know? Okay. Like you can't definitely say one thing or another. But, there, yeah, there'll be a few times where you're going to go, holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's really good. And I don't know. Since we just talked about the Flash, maybe that means we're done with this episode because <laughs> it's not this natural oh, at all. I think so. I... Any other news? Oh, one thing I, I do want to say: last week I mentioned that um, Thomas Wright had been on our podcast, and that's not right. It, I was thinking of Mike Wall, another longtime, very experienced director who also directed a lot of Supernatural. He was on our podcast, also worth listening to. But they, I, they're like parallel to me with like their background and everything and I'm really sorry I feel bad Tom Wright's a great director too bad he wasn't on <laughs> but it was Mike Roll who I was thinking of sorry um, I would love for Thomas Wright to come on our podcast sometime so if you ever listen Thomas mm-hmm. Wright you have an invitation yep come on um, follow us on Twitter yeah oh cool uh, so I mean, I still have things that annoy me. Like I, I forgot to mention, like all season long, pretty much as soon as the adult Amara came, Emily Swallow looks beautiful in her dress, but I still question that wardrobe choice for Amara. And um, it was a great scene with Chuck talking about the glory of creation and how it was just there. And he was trying to tell Lamar that, yes, she'd seen it too. And then he looks at Dean and then he looks back at her and then you felt it. I'm like, ah, really? I, I don't yeah, that know. Scene Again, confused, that mm. scene did confuse me because I thought the whole time the thing with Amara and Dean was an obsession connection because of the mark. And the way Chuck mm-hmm. was saying it was like she came to earth and fell in love type thing. And it's like, yeah. No, 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 no. That's no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That would be a no. Yeah, like all like you all along. It's been the mark that made. The, that's why Dean's weirdly attracted to her. It was the mark of Cain that they that it was mutual, and like no, he didn't. She didn't get fascinated with the world because of Dean. No, 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 no. All wrong. Anyway, I think that's it. So, um, we didn't any callers tonight. Oh, of course, we didn't invite the callers on. <laughs> we got so busy talking about it. But um, 
I don't know. I think we covered everything about the episode. Um, everything I didn't like, everything you liked, everything you felt meh about. <laughs> um, talked about the preview. I think we can agree we both have some hope for the finale. Kind of, a little bit, yeah, maybe. Definitely. A little glimmer. Um, it will be the season, it is the season finale. so, so good. I, mm-hmm. you know, I really hope it ends on a high so, note. so good. Yeah, I don't want this, you know, this episode mm-hmm. to color the rest of the season. Yeah, I would hope that my season 11 doesn't end with episode 20. <laughs> you know, after the right. last couple ones, I got one more. Um, you know, so hopefully it'll end on a on a high note, maybe on a cliffhanger. Um, maybe not. There have been several shows I've been watching this season that had their season finales that would usually end on a cliffhanger, and they didn't. They had big, complicated, you know, season finales, but then they wrapped up and they just kind of finished quietly. And and it was actually really kind of a nice change. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe Supernatural will end that way too this season. Who knows? Um, either uh, way, I hope it Jim leaves Con- a really from Jimcon tweets. It's going to have a huge cliffhanger, from what I've heard. Oh well, then never mind. <laughs> I guess as usual, we'll have a big cliffhanger. <laughs> Hopefully it really is a big cliffhanger, interesting, and you're just going to scream and hate the fact that you're going to be stuck waiting to watch for four months <laughs> how, how the next season picks up again. So um, we'll be back for one more podcast. Supernatural will be back for one more episode. Um, that's it. I think we've covered the news. We've covered the episode. And we'll... Talk to everybody next week. Thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. Becky, any last uh, words? No. Uh, not No, don't think so. I still love Supernatural, even though what I things I said may not have sounded like it. I still do. <laughs> it's still my, still my heart mm-hmm. and soul. I love it very, very much. And uh, I love everybody who works on the show. Mm-hmm. Me too. I love it. And I said I hated stuff, and believe me, if you didn't still care about something, you wouldn't say you hated it. <laughs> so, um, so I'm here. We I'm do. sticking with it till the end. I'm with it till me the too. end. Me too. Yep, yep, in it till the end. And I I love it, and, you know, our fanish feelings have evolved over the years, just like our show has, and that's okay. We're still there. I'm there till Jared and Jensen uh, decide they've had enough because that's when the show will be over and uh, thanks everybody for listening and I guess we'll say goodnight uh, with Jared and Jensen Hey I'm Jared Padalecki and this is Jensen Ackles and you're listening to Winchester Radio